Hello and welcome to the Three Wall Podcast. This is your host, Danny Ryan. Today I have Sir Eric Bowden here with me. Hello, Eric. How are you doing? Hey, Danny. I'm doing great. Glad <laughs> to be here. I just knighted you. How about that? That's awesome. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, well, thanks for, for joining me in here. It's late in the day, so uh, I, I, I've got my coffee right here beside me in case I start falling asleep, and you you got to hit me on the back of the head if I do as well. That's right. It's kind of dim in here. It is. Yeah. It's nice it's, and relaxed. It's kind of chill. Yeah. It's a little hot, though. You know, I guess they t- started turning the heat on, and now it gets too hot. But, um, well, today let's just catch up. Let's talk about one of the recent projects that you've been on. And uh, I know, um, you know when we were talking a little bit earlier about it, you were saying, "Well, it's more process related than technology." I'm like, "Babe, we talk about process all the time on this podcast." Uh, it, yes. It, uh, it just happens to be one of the ways that projects are successful and usually the key way that a project is successful. So no issues with talking about That's process. Right. So That's give me right. give me a little bit of background on the, the project. I know we're yeah. not, we're not going to bring up the client name because uh, just keep it anonymous, but uh, sure. just give me a little bit of background on the project itself. Sure, sure. Yeah, and I think as I introduced, um, you know, you and I were talking about it, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, years ago, you know, coding, programming—that was that was my hammer, and you know that I that I hit every uh, nail with. And as time goes on, process has really become my hammer. Not that many people know that, but that's where you know I think that most projects. Um, I think that's where cha- the most challenges are on projects are around process. It's more around identifying what needs to get done and tracking you know our progress toward that goal and. Um, you know, and making good making good decisions as we're mm-hmm. progressing along. This particular project, uh, so it was a little bit of a mix of um, process and technology. So there's some engineering tasks, but it was a project that um, had started. Um, the client had, um, you know, they had been working on it internally for um, probably in the neighborhood of three or four months, um, and it, it really didn't have a lot of process around it. Um, so, you know, there there were things that they, you know, maybe thought they were accomplishing, but it really wasn't being tracked. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just not really a, um, you know, a feedback loop on the project. So they, they um, I got involved um, just about, uh, maybe about a month ago now. And they had a concern at the time was really more around uh, architecture. Okay. So this is a portal site. Um, they use it to communicate with um, external entities and there were about 39 of those external entities so they're going to have 39 portal sites and they're using uh, nintex workflows Uh for various purposes and the design path they were going down was leading toward um, uh, a number of workflows in the neighborhood of about 700 700 Separate workflows? Separate workflows. I'm looking at you to let that sink in. Really? Exactly. Yes. So the um, the project manager there, you know, recognized that, um, hey, wait a minute, I think we might have a problem here. Um, you know, this is going to be a maintenance issue down the road if you have that many workflows. And so um, we have been working with this client, great relationship for years, and they you know, uh, 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 contacted us to kind of come in for an architecture review. So that's how this started, was an architecture review. Um, This really wasn't, um, you know, we weren't thinking process at the time. So I take a look and I say, 
you know, recognize some um, some updates that can be made. There's some libraries and some workflows that can be combined and so forth, um, so that we ended up with um, two workflows per site, um, per per 39 sites to maintain. Oh, I thought you were per, per 350 sites. No, I was like Eric. Well done, well done. <laughs> <laughs> per 39. So, you know, from an architecture standpoint, um, you know, resulted in a net. Um, we're gain. down to 80. Yeah, for the which is good. That yeah. is a reasonable um, amount because there's some benefits to um, to copies of uh, to to multiple copies of these workflows, and that comes into the fact that um, you know the downside is you have you have to change it across 39 sites, but mm -hmm. the upside is that you can change it to one site okay. without having an impact on all the others. So that was a reasonable. Um, place to land and the customer uh, and I work collaboratively collaboratively with the team so it's some really sharp folks um, professionals on the the team to work with and so we all kind of arrived at these um, enhancements together but where that led to and it's kind of where I sort of naturally gravitate toward is thinking about how are we going to get this project to the finish line mm -hmm. um, what what is this project where are we trying to go and how are we going to get to that end result and that you know how we what we do to achieve that is we start um, building a product backlog. You know, so we're in the Scrum process, and I started building out a product backlog, and and my desire um, is you know I I just love to see projects complete and fulfill their mission, and so that's really where I was heading toward was hoping that the client would um, would engage us so that I could help you know, bring this project to the finish line. And ultimately, that's that, that's what happened. So it was really a, um, uh, a great way to kind of lead in um, to an engagement. And so we started, um, and it it was a collaborative team, me, me working with, you know, from a process side, from coming to architecture and a tech lead side, you know, helping them um, get to the finish line. But they had mm -hmm. engineers, uh, they have a product owner and a QA tester um, that had been working on the project previously, and they continued, and just really, um, you know, an experienced team. So they just really um, uh, merged in with the process right away. Nice, nice. You uh, you like finishing things. You and Tom, you get along. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> we are such. Uh, I I think of myself as a closer. You yes. Uh, uh. And it, it, it to a uh, to, to an obsessive degree. I'm sometimes. nothing without you guys. I need need your help to finish things off. But uh, oh, those yeah, you have yeah. that entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. You're the you're the opener, the possibilities. It, it and, drives me as nuts as it probably drives you guys, though. But <laughs> yeah, it it doesn't me because I'm such a natural closer that yeah. um, that I, I I have to seek out those that um, you know that want to open up and uh, and take some risk and so forth. So. Um, always be closing, Eric. Always be closing. That's right. That's right. No problem. No, I can't help it. I can't help it. But, but anyway, it's it's been. Um, we're we're just about a week from um, being ready for uh, user acceptance nice. testing, and it's yeah, it's just been a um, a really great experience. Did you did you use uh, two week sprints or longer sprints or what? Did, what did that look like? Yep, we were on one week. Uh, sprints, you know, okay. for for a short project like this, which I think it was a, about six weeks in total. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we like you know short feedback cycles, um, so it's just one week sprints. Um, you know, of course, we have daily stand ups. That's an even tighter feedback cycle, and our um, 
our tester was pretty much active. We were releasing builds, you know, of course, during the sprint. You don't want that sprint review to be the first time um, that your features are being tested or that your product owner is, is um, putting your hands on the, the, the end result. Um, we also had a very active product owner who was, um, you know, right behind the QA tester, nice. um, you know, accepting the, uh, the results. So, yeah, really a, a, a really a neat model project for I think how process can can really make a big difference. Did you feel like the project was sort of building momentum once, you know, because typically when you come in on a project that's floundering, you're just looking for something to build some momentum to get you going in the right direction. Did you feel that way with this project or what, what was the, you know, what, how did this end up? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. And, and that is the case. Um, I, I would agree that that is the case on a lot of projects. Uh -huh. um, this particular one, and I kind of pointed this out to the team, and I will tell you that um, within the first week, um, the product owner was just amazed at, at the results. And I know I'm kind of patting my own back, but that's what that was the feedback that I was getting. Well, you're Sir yeah. Eric Bowden, so you can pat <laughs> your back as well as long as you want to. I mean, geez. But but um, you know the the reply that I gave was um, and and it's and it's true is that you know while this project was floundering, um, which it did for um, let's see, gosh, in the neighborhood of six. Well, it might have been as long as six months while that was occurring. What they were doing was um, they were um, refining the requirements. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the technology side was and the implementation side and the progress was kind of, you know, zigzagging back and forth, but they were coming to a better conclusion as far as what they actually wanted. And so when I started, um, we didn't have all the, the, the a lot of the um, understanding requirements and them deciding what they wanted to do. That had already really been firmed up. So that was a fantastic springboard really for um, me when I got involved and kind of got the team organized and turned in a little bit different direction. Uh -huh. It was just a fantastic springboard for us to um, you know, really make great progress in the, in the first week. Nice, nice. Anything else that was unique about this project at all? You know, I don't know. It was um, it was a it was a decent combination of um, you know out of the box configuration mm -hmm. um, with a little bit of um, app dev. There's a little bit of custom code in the background for um, copying files, but mostly um, you know out of the box configuration and Nintex workflows. So that allowed me to really, you know, I was, I'm the coder, so I'm doing some, some coding on the project. And then we had another engineer who was doing more of the configuration. And that was a good, you know, a good aspect of the project was being able to sort of divide up and say, you know, there's a ton of work that needs to be done here and it's all, you know, configuration. And then there's a little, it was less work need to be done that was um, coding. So was that another three-wheeler or who was that? Was it? Was it someone from their team that doing was helping the, doing the, the config? The configuration, yeah. So that was an engineer um, from the customer who um, who'd been involved, um, actually to a lesser extent, on the project as it had, um, you know, initially started, and then that person became more involved. So. And did we do the QA or did they do the QA? Yeah, no, it was their um, QA team. So they had a yeah an engineer um, doing the configuration, um, performing the QA, and a product owner. And then, um, you know, me from the um, engineer, from the um, process and coding standpoint. And we did have one, a three-wheeler join for a little bit okay. for some of the Nintex 
um, workflow support that was um, really useful. So we have a couple of folks here who are doing uh, Nintex workflows, and it's great to be able to add them onto the team briefly. I'm about to say, you sound like a one-man turnaround artist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you want to do that for every project, right? You're like, oh, this is just work. It can wear you out coming into one that's, you know, floundering and uh, trying to, I mean, it's that's tough stuff. It's not... I mean, what project here at Three Well is easy? I'd, is, I'd like to see that one. I don't. I don't know if we take on those types of projects around know. here. I don't know. It, you know, it's a it's a finish line. Yeah. You show me a finish line, and it, it that energizes me. It's hard to it's yeah. hard to turn it away, honestly. So I, I enjoy it. I, I love those kind of projects. Well, you're awesome. We are so lucky to have you here, oh, Eric, man. and oh, uh, appreciate you sh uh, filling us in on this project. Love all the stuff you're doing. I tried to slow you down with stuff about Trove and Channel, but you just, you know, I'm trying my best to slow you down, but there's no slowing you down, man. Keep, yeah, uh, yeah, eye on the target. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for taking the time to do this, Eric. Sure, Dan. Really Thanks appreciate for it. Me. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Take care. Bye bye.